If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Episode 35 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by Minute With Mary. It's a great place to discover new makeup and uncover confidence with color, and I would love to help you. If you yourself have been wanting to jazz up your makeup routine or maybe just try a brand new mascara, I highly suggest that we connect on Facebook. I'm a real-life person, not just a person in your earbuds, but it's me, guys. So search the hashtag Minute With Mary and find me, Mary Larson, on Facebook. I wish we were doing our Vegas parties together. Me too, but that's exactly why we should be doing them apart, because we are wildly codependent. All right? I had to scrape the bottom of a very nerdy friend barrel to even have a bachelor party. Madison is running point on yours, for God's sake. Madison. Well, at least you get Randall at yours. Randall can make anything fun. What do you say? That's how I remember it. When I actually, you know, used to see him. And I get Beth. Who I've spent a sum total of seven minutes alone with my entire life. Oh, Beth is great. Okay, you take her and I'll take Randall. Oh, no, 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 no. The brothers Pearson are all mine this weekend. I got one scoop of dark chocolate Pearson and one scoop of creamy vanilla Pearson. And I'm going to be the ruddy strawberry that brings it all together, baby. From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. You know, I'm just so happy that I'm not, like, crying a lot. For the first time in what I feel like is several weeks, it was just nice. It was just nice to breathe. And if you feel the same way, then I'm giving you a big old hug. Hi, everyone. My name is Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and I love myself some Vegas, baby. Love Vegas. I've never been. I know you've never been. I'm sorry about that. I've never taken you. And I've never taken you to Harry Potter World, which makes me feel even worse. Nor Disney. So, you know, guys, you know all those things that you do when you're American? Yeah, we haven't done those. I haven't. Blake has. I haven't. But let me tell you about my bachelorette party because I had one of those. Yes, you did. I had one A of those. A mighty fine bachelorette I party. I did. And you know, I didn't even leave the beautiful, tiny little state that is Rhode Island. A bunch of my friends and I went out and... um we just went to Newport, which is this gorgeous city by the sea. It's about a half hour away. And we just had a great night. We had food. We went sailing. And we went dancing. And um, in case you guys don't know, I'm a huge nerd. And I was a marching band for eight years of my yeah! life. <laughs> eight long, beautiful, wonderful years of my life. And so part of the get up for my bachelorette party is that I wore this huge, I mean like two feet with a huge plume uh, marching band hat gorgeous and it was bedazzled and it said bride 
I'm already six foot tall as it is. So um, if you can imagine, I pretty much captivated audiences as I graced their presence with my veiled marching band plume hat. And it was great. It was awesome. I had fun. I, I, I ended up joining some band on stage singing what I thought were all the lyrics to Proud Mary. Um, <laughs> yep. Land the plane, Helen. And I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I guess I just sang the first verse over and over. But nonetheless, my hat caught the attention of some little blonde. Some young little blonde at some bar that had sticky floors. One of those places that I don't really go to anymore. And um, she decided in her teeny bopper drink drunkness that she was going to take my marching band bride hat off. I have only been in two instances in my life where I've been close to fighting somebody. This was the second one, guys. This was the second (laughs) one. That girl tried to take off my hat. And I don't know what came over me, but all of my friends saw me go red. And I lunged at this girl who they then told me was like four and a half feet tall, (laughs) (laughs) trying to take my hat off. And she was just drunk and being like, give me that hat. And I was pretty much the Hulk being like, no, I'm going to kill you. Mary smash. (laughs) (laughs) So my friends quickly took me out as I was like, how dare she try to take my bride hat? And they were like, Mary, she can't even reach your head. Like, (laughs) 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 you're a little out of proportion, Mary. She's going to be fine. So, um, but overall it was a lovely night. That's my girl. Classy broad. Hulk smash. So bring it on down for me. Tell me some of the details about this episode. This was entitled Vegas, baby. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because everyone uh, goes to Las Vegas for the respective bachelor and bachelorette parties. The director was Joanna Kearns. Now, you may know this name. She's actually an actress. She starred in Girl Interrupted, Knocked Up. But you and I, and I think most of the American community, know this woman as the mom in Growing Pains. Yes. Yes, she, the mom of Growing Pains, Joanna Kearns, has actually directed tons of stuff. Tell me. But her highlights include Fuller House. Oh my gosh, whatever happened to predictability? (laughs) Predictability. Um, uh, Pretty Little Liars, ER. Grey's Anatomy, Scrubs, Felicity, and Dawson's Creek. Oh my God. Like so many shows that I watch (laughs) and then a couple that I don't. You know, fun game, guys. What's that? Message us and tell me which of these three shows I do not watch. Oh, all right. So uh, So there's Fuller House. There's Fuller House, Pretty Little Liars, Yep. Grey's Anatomy, Scrubs, Felicity, and Dawson's Creek. Yep. Which of those shows does Mary Send not watch? Send us a watch? message at Mary and Blake on Facebook. I think it's fairly self-evident that which one you don't watch. No, I don't watch three of them. Oh, you don't watch three of them? I Yeah. Oh, I okay. haven't watched three of those shows. Well, you kind of already gave away two, two or three of them. No, I haven't. You, you did a little bit what with else? the predictability line. That's a freebie. That's a freebie. All right, what do you got for your... uh, Oh, and the writer was Laura Kinnar, who uh, is actually wrote one of our favorite episodes of This Is Us, The Big Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I... um, Solid, cool. I'm I'm surprised by this one a tad bit. Okay, well, let's go to the lemonade What's what's your lemonade? Um, I'm giving it a 4.6. Since I've never been to Vegas, um, (laughs) it was fun to pretend like I was there with Kate. Um, I just pretended I was there. 
I just pretended that I had a sparkly dress and <laughs> I took mental notes for when I do go to Vegas one day, what I'm going to wear, what it's going to be like. And the fact that there was a magic mic show made me giggle and laugh. <laughs> so I had a lot of fun. I felt like I went to Vegas for 45 minutes. Go to patreon.com and help us go to uh, help us get to Las Vegas. How's that sound? <laughs> no. <laughs> just just donate to the cause. To, so, to send good. Mary to Vegas so, one to, day, yeah, right? To send Mary Maybe to Vegas. Maybe we can have a This Is Us 2 meetup in Vegas. There we go. <laughs> That's what I would be down with. And I won't wear my bride hat. Oh, my God. All right. For me, this was a 4.3. This is one of the lower ones. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that of, is low for you. This Is Us. And and I, I don't think it's the show's fault. Okay. I think... It's more of a, 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 hmm. it's more derivative of the fact that how the hell do you come down after Jack's death? How the hell do you come down after that little mini trilogy? Mm-hmm. And like, we're, like, how do you just make the next step? Yep. Like, what do you do? And in my eyes, you got to get them and us, the viewers, out of their comfort zones, yes. which is L.A. or New York or Pittsburgh or wherever they are. And get them out of their homes because everything reminds us of Jack in the current timeline. Mm -hmm. So as a result, I feel like this episode was a little inconsequential. You know, I wouldn't call it inconsequential. I think it's just a part of life. Sometimes you have big events. Sometimes you don't have big events. And that's okay. I enjoyed it. And But I mean, I'll get into why I think. I mean, this is a big event. This is Bachelor and Bachelorette parties, right? But I, I well, I'll, I'll hey, get into GBGs. It. Right, GBGs. GBGs. What do you got? Down. Okay, so my good was Kate and Toby admitting that they don't really have any friends because this is something <laughs> I've brought up before. Where I'm like, who are their friends? And it's okay that they don't have that many. I don't have that many real life friends. You guys are my friends. You guys are my friends. <laughs> and you're never, ever, ever gonna leave me. Seriously, do you want to go to Vegas? Um, and also um, that they even that it was brought up that Beth has like always ever changing hair. These are two things that I feel like we as the viewers have been able to say like who does who did Kate and Toby hang out with and how does Beth have the most amazing hair and it changes all the time. I love that both of those things were addressed in this episode. My bad. Oh, the awkwardness that I felt when Beth and Randall are fighting and then Beth's like, this isn't a big three moment and I'm his wife and Kate was like, yeah. I know. Uh, Randall's made it quite clear who's more important. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, that just happened. Um, Am I great? was the kids trying to help their parents be romantic. I know it was a totally just random side plot, but um, it was really sweet, and I loved that it was mostly led by Kevin. Uh, Young Kevin has been kind of a a thorn in in my side. A dink. Yes, and I really (laughs) loved seeing this and his determination for those Cornish hens. So uh, that was my great. I just enjoyed the kids in this episode. Um, How about you? What was your GBG? My good was the willingness to go back to Jack after his death so quickly. Okay. I did not anticipate that. And I give... uh, Elizabeth Berger and Isaac Aptaker, the showrunners, credit for for going to it so quickly. Um, it must have been a hard decision, and I feel like they do it in a dis- in, in a way and in a fashion that wasn't hokey. It wasn't ham fisted. It was, you know, it was sweet. It, they rooted in how much Jack loved Rebecca with all the gifts and mm-hmm. the anniversary mm-hmm. and everything, and it was about love and more and more importantly and ultimately, it's about how the kids loved their parents yeah and yeah. You, you you mentioned already already like kevin t- taking the lead in in all of this i thought it was special that it was the kids who were doing this for mm-hmm. the parents mm-hmm. and it was just the family dynamic and it shows you that you can go back 
to Jack, even though he's dead. And the funny thing is, is like he's been dead this entire time. Yes, yes. We just haven't seen it yet. So it's not out of character for the show to go to Jack because he's already been gone this whole time. Yeah. So that's that. Um, the bad for me, though, again, was the episode feeling a tad inconsequential. And when you think about the ultimate goal of this episode, I think it's trying to have Toby feel accepted mm-hmm. by the big three, well, not the big three, but by Kevin and Randall and feel like a brother. Yeah, almost. to give Toby a family. Yes, to give Toby something because yes. he obviously doesn't really have much of a family. We haven't seen him in in Apparently his brother is a no-show. Yep. You know, so... And his mom is mortified that he and his girlfriend got pregnant. Right. So it's about making him feel like part of the Pearson clan. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of get this moment when Randall and Kevin accept Toby as their brother in this, this, this one way. And they do it. But only because they kind of feel bad for ditching him. Oh my god, that was so bad. That was so bad. And like, there's there's not this one moment of like... Wow, dude, this guy, this guy gets it. Like he, I understand him, and mm-hmm. it's not going to happen necessarily in just one episode or in just one this one flashing moment. But I feel like there could have been more. There could have been something that Toby did to have them say, "Wow, I get it." I feel like Toby's had that moment with Kevin, though. I feel like Toby and Kevin, when yeah. they like, when Toby really helped Kevin figure out which girl do I date, and then really it became Sophie, and they had the huge heart to heart. I feel like Kevin and Toby have already had this wonderful bonding moment. But the issue that I, I find with that, though, is it's about Kevin and yes. Sophie, and it's not about Toby's love of Kate. It's not about, I am equal to you guys. I'm one of you because I love your sister, and mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of it. All they do is ask him, are you going to be good to my sister? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you're in the clan. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. But on the flip side, he had a heart attack on Randall's table. I feel like this family <laughs> has been through a lot already with Toby. Yeah. yeah. And he's just gone through a loss of, of a baby that they were, you know what I mean? I don't know. They've been through a lot. They've been, this whole I'm, family's been through a lot this year. I understand. I'm just saying within the context of this episode, I feel like there could have been more. Okay. And the great, though, was kind of what you already mentioned, my darling. Mm-hmm. The writer's self-awareness about these characters that we're watching. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Toby talking about his codependent relationship with Kate that we yep. played at the beginning of this episode. Or Kate admitting that she's never once hung out with Beth <laughs> for like more than seven <laughs> minutes in Love total it. in her life. Love it. And having the three brothers brothers finally interact all at once mm-hmm. when it's well not three brothers but you know yeah about to be about, about to be three brothers having them interact all at once when it's not finally hampered mm-hmm. by one of their significant others or by Kate or Beth's hair changing all the time yep. that the writers for this is us have been very good at being very self-aware mm-hmm. uh, it reminds me kind of of the leftovers when everybody uh made fun of uh, Justin Thoreau's penis size. Yes. And they made a joke about it within the context of the show. Yes. I I just I thought that was great and they're doing this here and the, and this is the this is not just the first case of of mm-hmm. the writers being so self-aware. Mm-hmm. Uh they were even self-aware in The Fifth Wheel. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. And I, I and I like when writers have the creativity to I do agree. that. I agree. I agree. So let's just dig into Dig into the the two time frames. Let's start off in the past. Yes. So I, why did why did Rebecca and Jack stop doing everything? Is it because Rebecca really just felt like she could never 
Wow, Jack. I mean, I love that little montage of all the gifts they've given each oh, other. Oh, I know. When they were dancing in the bowling Ugh. alley and everything. Why don't you do that? <laughs> Did you sit there feeling like a real I, anniversary jamoke? I felt like a real freaking jabroni. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Jack Pearson <laughs> gives me some serious complex <laughs> issues. Oh, my gosh. I was watching it going, I haven't gotten a piano. I haven't gotten a slow <laughs> dance in a bowling alley. What? Oh my, oh my Jack God. Pearson. I haven't it? even taken you to Vegas. Mm. <laughs> fail, fail, fail. No wonder why so I hated that's this what, episode. I'm, I'm wonder, yeah. I'm wondering if many husbands sat there in this episode being like, oh. Oh no. This, the, um, Jack Pearson puts us all to shame. And and it's, it's this episode. I would like a piano. Especially towards time. the end when he's like, you're, you're, you're my walking meteor shower. Oh. It borders, it borders on like, all right, dude. Nope. Come on. But not. He pulls it off so it's so not cheesy where it's really love and authentic. No, no, oh. I believe that it's lovable and authentic for him. Yes. But it's like, it's it's uh, it's this bar that has been set that's- I love it. Almost unattainable I love with it. Jack Pearson. Yeah. And I, I, I want to be him. I want to make my wife the happiest woman on this planet. I, I want to be Jackie, okay? But it's like- why can't Elizabeth Berger and Isaac Aptaker just write my life? <laughs> Why can't they just do it for me and make it oh, all better? Oh, my goodness. But, you know, what was so sweet, of course, is that, you know, you could tell it pains Jack a little bit that he's doing nothing. And yes. it throws the kids for a loop. And, of course, the end we find out it's because they're afraid that their parents are getting a divorce. <laughs> and they decide we need to do this huge party. And I just loved how excited the kids got. Because you've seen the parents go all out doing their different themed right. birthday parties. I mean, these parents do a great job celebrating these kids, making them feel loved no matter what. Right. And I just it was fun to see the kids do it and how well they did it. I mean, Jack Pearson has rubbed off on each one of those kids. There was no <laughs> simple lasagna. It was two Cornish hens. It was Christmas lights leading out to a well-documented meteor shower. Mm -hmm. It was dress up like pretty woman. Well, now you see where he got the Christmas lights light idea when he when he rented the old apartment. Oh, <laughs> so good. So, so good. I mean, I just... I'm really just proud of them. And that moment that Kate had when she realized that Randall was cool, that slow motion of him saying hi to all of his buddies when he got into the library, oh. that made us both smile with the biggest goofy grins when we yeah. saw it. We were like, and I think we even both went, aw, yes, when he definitely. walked in. Because he has his place. And both you and I, we're not like the coolest kids in town. No, um, far from it. You know, and it's like, and I bet everyone kind of has that feeling where like you feel like you're out of place. And then when you finally get your people whether it's on the marching band field or wherever, um, when you finally get those people and you feel like, yeah, these people get me. Mm -hmm. And we got to see that moment for Randall. And then Kate got to see it. It was awesome. It was really awesome. I also liked when, when Jack, when they were telling him about like, okay, we, you're not going to do it? All right, we'll do it. And Jack says to them, yeah, so technically I'm not breaking the rules if you do this. Mm -hmm, <laughs> I just... Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just great interplay. Yes. It's great interplay. It is. And you know, the funny thing is, is like the makeup that they have for Jack and Rebecca as they go from teenage years to um, uh, like elementary years with their mm -hmm, children, mm -hmm. they don't really look a whole ton different except for Jack's ever-changing facial uh, hair. Yes, yes. Uh, which obviously is a good help and clue to the, to the time that you're in. But I 
always feel like no matter when I'm watching them, mm-hmm. no matter what time frame it is, they are believable at that age. They are believable as young parents. They're Agreed. believable as elementary parents. Agreed. Or, or like, you know, when um, Kevin is insulting the football coach and Jack's <laughs> saying, get out of my face. No, no. Yeah. Get back in here. Yep. He, he almost has this old wise kind of way about him. Yes. And it's all by, done by actors who are the same age at all times, <laughs> yes. no matter what they do. I mean, same it's with great. Mandy Moore. She blows me away the way that she holds herself in these different time periods. Yep, I'm yep. like, gosh, these people have done such a good job. And what's amazing is that, you know, no, none of the other real cast, Miguel, gets to do it. Um, but really, he's he's not doing it too awfully much. He's not in the show this awfully much. Right. To know that different days on set, they're different versions of themselves. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like they have to sit there and be like, "All right, what are my mannerisms? How do I sit? How do I hold my face?" Mm-hmm. Like, especially many more. Yes, yes. Oh, just it's it's so so good. So I feel like the young age, huge fans, yeah. huge fans of it. I mean, I think it was very sweet and fun, and uh, I enjoyed watching it just because you know the reactions. Oh, you're going to get divorced mm-hmm, and the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know. I still do feel like there's a little bit of a point of diminishing returns with this age, uh, with this time, this time period. Okay. Uh, with the Pearsons, I feel like we're almost getting to the point where where it's almost like uh, oh, you know what? It, it it almost reminds me of uh, Lost. We have to go back, Kate. With Jack's tattoos. You remember the episode? Stranger in a Strange Land. Yes. And they're like, okay, yes. we're going to have this flashback and spoiler alert, it's going to yes. be about Jack's tattoos. Yes. You're like, okay, you're reaching. Just finding something. Yeah, you're reaching yes. here. I, I'm not saying we're at Jack's tattoos point, but we're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. All right. Vegas. Yes. Let's get there. <laughs> Can we talk about first, you know, we, we both said that Toby is really growing on us. Mm-hmm. And especially now that he has this foil of Madison, it's even better for me now because she's calling him Toblerone and Toby Bryant. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I kind of like that one, Toby Bryant. That's good. But there was this, (laughs) there was this moment when he first shows up in the the family room and he's talking to Kate about the, the coats. He's like, should I be Sinatra oceans, uh, oceans, uh, 11 or Clooney oceans 11. And he looks up and he goes, Oh, Madison's here. Again, <laughs> and she talk. They talk for a little bit, and she goes. And Madison says, "You guys are so Mike and Molly. I can't stand it." And Toby's like, "I hate you so much." <laughs> Just under his breath. Yes, I I love that he has this foil now in Madison, mm-hmm. and it's also telling too. She's here again, which means her relationship with Kate has improved yes. and they're hanging out more often Yes, and they're they're doing the whole Kate kit has and a friend. Kate has a friend. Finally, ring Even the bells. Even if she's annoying. Ring the bells. She has a friend. Yes. Which makes me happy and she's joyful and really excited and planned a beautiful bachelorette party. I mean, that hotel suite with oh all God. the balloons, mm-hmm. beautiful. You know who else was pumped for Vegas? Beth. 
Beth, oh my God, Beth all about the Vegas life. So, oh my gosh, her standing up in the limo, that's going to be me when I finally go to Vegas. I'm going to be literally like <laughs> saying everything Beth has said, Vegas, baby, Vegas, like all of it. I'm going to be so pumped, going to be so, so pumped. And I was for Beth. And you could tell that this is also just her kind of coping mechanism. At yes. the end, we find out that she has been having to hold it all together, that she has the full-time job. She's married. She's trying to take care of Randall. They're now owning this tenement that is crazy and falling apart. And she fell in love with Deja. Mm-hmm. And Deja is not in a good situation. And yet she can't have her life stopped forever mm-hmm. because of Deja. And then, of course, at the end, we find that Deja, of course, is actually in a much worse place. Right. Um, you know, it's funny because this episode, of course, aside from the past, you think it's going to be about Toby or Kate. And really, it's about Randall and Beth. Yes. You know, everyone else leaves on a happy bow. You're worried, oh, is Kevin going to drink? You see him with the alcohol. That was just like this constant tease this episode. He is in Vegas. Is he going to get a drink at the bar? I thought he was going to get a drink at the bar mm-hmm. after his co-star said that all those scenes were cut. Mm-hmm. He didn't. You see him then back in the hotel room. He still doesn't. And then he gets that great phone call. With well, Ron well he makes yeah he yeah, makes, he the makes phone it call. and yeah. then it ends up being wonderful so you got that great little bow and then maybe he's getting an Oscar apparently yeah right I mean, wow right <laughs> and then you get Kate and Toby who you know they they did it they had that pilgrimage to Vegas they've done it um, Kate makes up with Beth leave, you know leaves her that candy they both have this wonderful heart to heart thing yep. Which is great because I feel like all families kind of sometimes need to hash things out and then they make up. So that's how you know that Kate and Beth are now good. They're on that great family level. They've had their first spat mm-hmm. and they've made up. Um, so everything there I kind of felt like tied with a little bow. I don't know what happened to Toby's friends. I hope they made it <laughs> they home. They just like disappeared. They went total hangover. <laughs> <laughs> One of them stuck up on the on the rooftop uh, with a mattress. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right? Um, but... Uh, but but Beth and Randall didn't leave off so well yeah. as a couple. And we've been seeing it slowly kind of break down. We know that Tess is having some things going on and then Deja. And it's really interesting because from the get-go, we've all been like, well, Beth and Randall, Beth and Randall, Beth and Randall. And it's interesting now to be seeing Kate and Kevin have some solid ground. Be the ones that are like, oh, okay, yep, get yep. in getting stuff done. You know what I mean? Like they are making steps. Kate is getting married. She and Toby are happy. She has gotten over a lot of her guilt. She's gotten a dog. Kevin has gotten over his addiction uh, and is is still making progress on it and is now getting possibly a huge... a huge movie break. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to see from the beginning of season one to now the end of season two, how the tables have completely turned. Yes, yes. And that's an ex- an exactly great character arc for, mm-hmm. for all of these characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin finally being able to kind of make amends with his dad. And now we have, like you said, Randall and Beth, who are usually our most important and well-loved characters. And from the very beginning of this episode, you can tell... Things ain't right. Yeah. And they kind of they kind of make up for it a little bit in the 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 the, the car ride back home when and then she she makes a gesture. Hey, mm-hmm. take a left here, yeah, we're gonna go see, we're gonna yes. go check on Deja, yada yes. yada. Um and obviously we're left with Deja and she's in the car, her mother is in the front seat, and you know that if they wanted oh. to find a way to get Deja out of her mother's hands yes. now, it's gonna happen because yes. they don't got the apartment anymore. Correct. They can't pay for it. And as much as I did love this Beth and Randall stuff, and it was great, I I got kind I got kind of like, uh, like 
there was this point where Randall says to Kate when they when they kind of make up at the slot machines. Yeah. And they're talking about the the sex in the city and he always watched it with her because hot she pockets. liked it and they ate hot pockets together and everything. And I feel like that that's the part I really stood out. I know. Hot pockets. <laughs> what in the world? Um there's the scene when when Randall says yeah, we have one of these every once in a while, like every, every few years, and mm-hmm. you know, da 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 da. da. I kind of didn't want to know that. I kind of wanted their fight to be a fight, something that was out of the norm, and it, it, and I wanted it to affect me to the point where, like, wow, things are 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 rough, and and I know that they're rough, but since I now that I know that this happens every few years or so, it's kind of like, well. What are we doing here? It's it's the same thing with the whole um, thing with Toby and Kevin and Randall. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, yes, this happened, but like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And I wanted Deja, who is obviously going to be coming back in their lives somehow. Mm-hmm. I wanted Deja to be the one to reunite them to the level that we know that they can be. And, and I thought that that was going to be possible specifically because of the conversation Beth and Kate have together when Kate says she was so intimidated by Beth. Yes. And and like Beth was flawless. And but it was so great to see Beth actually be human and like in front of Kate who again thinks Beth is perfect. But in reality Beth is just just falling apart because of her job falling mm-hmm. apart because mm-hmm. of Deja, this brand new business she's gotten into with, with Randall yep. and you know how hard that can be. And, yep. and the whole thing, I thought that conversation was a great real moment between the two that we have not had Agreed. yet. Totally agree. And as such, I thought, wow, if Deja was the one who Beth feels so vulnerable about mm-hmm. and, and she doesn't let it out. I mean, she's the head apparently and Randall's yeah. the hot, I thought having Deja be the one to reunite them without knowing that they have one of these mm-hmm. things every few years would be would be the real route to go. Again, that, that would propel us going into what I think is going to be the Deja episode next. Well, I don't have a problem if they have these spats every few years because they've been together since Randall went to college. Sure. They have been together for a long time. I would be surprised if strong-willed Beth and... Uh, um, stickler in his ways <laughs> Randall didn't have one of these every few years you know we have one every few years sure. we're, we're a healthy couple like I feel like I mean, sometimes people do and it's okay it's not earth shattering I mean seriously they made up the next night right no and I don't <laughs> mind that they have one of these every few years I just didn't want to know it do you know what I mean I, I just didn't want Randall to say to Kate I liked yeah, everything's knowing gonna it be fine. though everything's I liked knowing it just like I liked knowing that Beth is broken a bit okay. you know um because everything has looked so great. Right. I like, it has made their relationship more real to me. Yep. All right, my love, any uh, final thoughts for this episode? Nope, that's it. I have one final thought. Tell me. I loved the fact that Kate asked Rebecca to wear oh. the pretty woman costume. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I hate that movie. I love that movie. I hate that movie so much. I've only watched it once with you, and I... <laughs> can't believe that that's like a romantic movie. Love that movie. It's literally rich man buys a prostitute <laughs> and um, the end. There's no greater scene than the necklace scene. 
when he holds the necklace out and she goes to touch it and he slams it on her fingers there real quick. There are many better scenes oh, in television and film than know. a rich man falling in love and buying a prostitute. Okay? Don't ruin, don't ruin the movie for me. Rich man buys prostitute. That's what it says. Oh, when, when you, if you went to Blockbuster and you turned the <laughs> that was, movie that around. That was the little blurb. On the back of Kate's thing with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts when, when Rebecca looked at it and turned it around. Rich man it's buys just prostitute. four words. <laughs> no credits, no nothing. Just a picture of Richard Gere, it's Julia Roberts, and four movie. words. Such a bad movie. Oh, I love that movie. All right. Do you have any uh, hot takes? Yes no. or no? No. You don't have one? No. Well, again, I do. <laughs> So, Toby has this unseen little brother that we had no idea that he actually had one until this episode. And I'm calling it right here. The unseen brother will be at the wedding Ooh. and cause a problem oh, at the no. wedding. Somehow, some way, oh, no. he's going to cause a problem at the wedding. And um, I'm not saying he's going to ruin the wedding, but it, there's going to be an issue. Okay. There's going to be an issue. I think that's I it. I hope not. So I'm telling you, I think that's how it's going to be. You ready to close this bad boy out, my darling? Yes. All right, let's close it out. Guys, we're coming. We're coming to a close. Only a couple more episodes left of season two, and then we roll into real time with you. Home stretch, baby. No, right? So if you already don't like the Miriam Blake Facebook page, please give us a like. Make sure that you are subscribed to the This Is Us 2 podcast on your podcast app of choice. And please think about spreading the word, even just taking a screenshot of your phone right now if you're not driving and sharing it in your Facebook or Instagram stories to let other people know about us. As I said, the time's here. The time's coming. And season three is about to be here. So we would love to help get to know you and other listeners more. So when you do reference us on social media, just use the hashtag, this is us too. That way we know you're talking about us and we can share it as well. I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is us too. Mm-hmm.